We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church in Eden. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. All right, I just, 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 yeah, felt in the spirit, and I felt the Holy Spirit just say we needed to go just a, just a little bit further. Yeah, oh, I mean, don't worry, it's not going to interrupt with lunch. I'll just preach shorter. I'm so happy that none of you said amen. <laughs> uh, here's the thing is we might have a plan, we might have a schedule, but God's, God's got the biggest schedule, amen? And we always want to follow that. And, and, so, um, and I just felt in my spirit that we serve a generous God. And God is generous, right? Like we, generosity is something that I'm going to sh- talk about a little bit this morning. But first and foremost, before we get into it, and I may be messing my message up a little bit, and I might say the whole lot. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but God is generous. He is a generous God. And, uh, and I want to encourage you in this and know this this morning. Um, I've got a friend soon who's going to come up and just share a, a testimony. Um, actually, why don't we get Susan up now? Yeah, come on. Susan's a friend of been in the church now for three, four years. Uh, it's been so long, numbers are nothing. Um, and Susan's just got a testimony that uh, she wants to share. Good morning, church. Um, it's good to see you all here. And um, so I've got a testimony regarding the miraculous offering. Um, last year on this time, um, I, sorry, I did my PhD. So the reason I came to New Zealand is to do my PhD. And thankfully, I finished my PhD and I got graduated this year. <laughs> Praise to God. Um, so last year, I was writing my thesis. And I was supposed to submit my thesis in the month of March. But for some reasons, it didn't happen. So I have to pay the whole international PhD fees. And so I paid it because this is my degree. I have to do it. And so I was struggling really, really hard last year, financially and emotionally and physically. Um, So I came to church, as usual, on Sunday morning. And it's the day of offering. I didn't bring my card. I just don't know. I just came. And I was listening to Pastor Will preaching God knows what you want in your life, but you have to ask God what you want. So instead of God knowing what you want, start asking God. You have to ask God, just like how you ask your father. So I heard the, um, I I was uh, listening to his preaching and I was sitting there. Suddenly I heard a voice saying, a number, you have to give this offering today. And I was like, what? And that voice is not my heart speaking, and it's not my mind speaking to me. But I'm so sure that it's someone. I could feel, I could feel my spine, like, chill. I was so scared. I was like, oh, my God, this is so weird. I, could, I can still feel hair standing. And I was like, okay. So I just ignored it, and I was just... <laughs> I tried so hard to concentrate on what Pastor Will was saying, but still... I can hear the same number. For some people, it might be weird, but for me, this is the truth. I was sitting there, and I was listening, and this voice is constantly going on with the number. Exact number. There's no change in any of the digits. Same. After the church, I just went back. I started writing my thesis, and then still, still, still I could feel. I didn't eat my lunch because I was not able to eat the lunch. 
And um, so I came in the evening, I bought the card, I was like, God, I'm doing it. If I don't, I know you're going to torment me. So, <laughs> so I did it. I did it. It's it's really large amount for me. For last year, the state I was in, it was really a large amount. I did it. And I was like, okay. So Pastor Will said, ask. So I'm asking you, next year, by this time, I want a job. Because people in my world, they believe that I won't be getting a job. So I did it, and now I'm asking you, I want a job. I didn't ask him how much I want. I didn't ask him what job I want. But just I, I just said, Lord, I need a job. If you bless me with a job, I'll bless you more than what you asked me to do today. <laughs> so that was the deal I had with him. <laughs> Sometimes God takes us really serious. And um, so gratefully... He, um, he asked me, I mean, he made me to finish my PhD. Without God, I wouldn't have done it. All the members in my e-group, they know what happened in my life for the last three years. Everyone in my e-group knows about it. They prayed for me so earnestly and for the church. Thank you so much, guys, for praying for me. And before, before June, I got a job. God blessed me with a job. You know how much he blessed me with? He blessed me tenfold of what I gave. Like, huge amount. I started my first job literally, practically with a very high, high, high pay. Like, really high. I was like, God, I mean, I was sitting, last week I was sitting in the church and God reminded me. Remember, you asked me and you got it. So, uh, Pastor Will was announcing that, you know, this month we are having this offering. And just God, just he came to me and he said, remember last year you asked me for something and you got it. So what are you going to do this year? I was like, okay, got you. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, look, even I was just like you. I used to sit there and hear people saying testimonies here. Jason was sharing one uh, Sunday how God blessed him in his life with his finances and stuff. I heard so many people talking about these thing, things in the church for the last four years, but I've never experienced until I did it. Because if we don't do it, we will never experience anything in life. Until unless you do it, you will never experience the worth of the happiness that God really gives you. So I encourage you guys today, do it. Next week, we all are going to do it. Do it for the glory of God. Don't do it because you have to do it or you're hearing to all these testimonies. No, 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 no. Please don't do it like that. You do it because God asked you to do it. And he looks at your obedience, that's all. He sees your obedience. And I'm really happy. I was, I was sitting, la no, last week I got my first paycheck and I said, Dad, I got my first paycheck. It was so funny. The moment I said, he said, did you tithe? <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, I, I should. He said, no, give what belongs to God. That's it. Whenever you get your paycheck, first thing should come to your mind, tithe. Give whatever, wherever you're going, bless the church with your tithe. And I said, okay, Dad, I thought you would be happy. But he, the first thing he said, did you tithe? So, yeah, God is great, guys. God is really good. Thank you, Pastor Will. Awesome. Um, all right, who needs Jesus in their life? We're going to pray, and then we're going to go have lunch. Wow. Man, could you just, I could feel the, the Spirit of God moving uh, Thank you, Susan, and 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 uh, I pray that um, um, just hearing those testimonies, hearing uh, you you can have those testimonies too. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, most of the time, uh, you know, you've heard it said testimonies come through tests, uh, and every, every and and that's where we get our testimonies. Uh, who likes tests? 
Yeah, exactly. No one likes tests. I figured that out at least in like standard two. <laughs> I, I know I didn't like tests, um, but it just shows you where you are. And but actually, I, 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 one of the tests that I have come to really be thankful for is a, a war and a fitness test. Because when you're driving a car at 100 k's on the motorway, uh, you want to know that, that that car, that vehicle, is fit for purpose, right? And so there's good tests in our lives that we can incorporate into our world because why? We want to live a life that is full of God's blessing. And uh, man, I'm so excited of that testimony. And, and, um, and, I, and I believe that there's, every person in this room can have one of those testimonies, or, or you probably already do have one of those testimonies of just how the goodness of God has come through for you. And so around finances, and yes, this is the time of year that next week we're taking up our, our miraculous offering. And uh, I, I pray that you would prayerfully consider if your husband and wife, come on, spend some time praying, um, believing into it. As a church, um, it's, it's really exciting, really exciting that we're, we have a church out in Mosgill now. Really exciting. Are we trying to keep, are we trying to catch up? Yes, we are. Uh, we're stretching our musicians. We're stretching our preaching. We're stretching our leaders. We're stretching everything. And, and no one likes stretch marks. But, but, you know, something good comes from it. And so, uh, yeah, I'm trying to wrap that. Up. I just, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Babies are beautiful. Just, there we go. Anyway, but, uh, you know, it takes the effort to birth something. And uh, we're, 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 we're trying to keep up with what God's wanting to birth, truly. And I'm not trying to dig myself out of a hole here. Uh, I, I really believe we are, we are, I mean, God is a generous God. Um, do, do we have it? Do, do I have it all figured out? No, but we have it all figured out. And together we, together we are going to see this city safe for Jesus. I really believe it. Um, you know, Mosgill uh, plant out there or the, and, or the rekindling, whatever you want to call it, uh, is just the beginning of what God wants to do. Uh, I had uh, in my spirit, God said to me when we arrived here, God wants his church back. This was the first thing that God said to me. He, he said, I want my church back. And also I believe prophetically as well, there's going to be more than two locations. Uh, I believe there's three, three as a minimum. Um, but hey, how is God going to do this? I don't know yet. Um, I'm a person that is when the doors are, are in front of us, we knock on it. And if they open, we will walk through them. And I pray that that's your heart as well as a church, that together we're going to do this. And so this year, a lot of our miraculous offering is going to go towards um, the church plant out in Mosgill. We're, we've got to look for venues. We've got to look for uh, equipment and all that sort of stuff uh, just because we want to go out there and we want to do a really good job. We want to have great kids' programs, um, all of that stuff. And so, um, and venues right now, venues are a tricky thing. Like even as a Dunedin city, having the venues that we need to serve us, um, I'm asking God, come on, God, show me where they are. Because this is a great, nice building, but, um, but God's got so much more. Our kids' facilities right now are just jam-packed. 
why we why we take up a miracle offering every year and, and why we should give again. And I really, I just laid it out there. I pray that you can trust me and the vision that God, God has given me and the leadership of this church. We, we do our best. We do our best. We do our best with the finances that we have. We, we have a great process, great purpose. And we, you know, um, we have stewardship is of the highest integrity in the life of this church. And I pray that there'd be something that you can say, you know what, I want to give into that. Um, maybe we're not giving into the areas that you would like us to give into. Um, that's okay, because uh, we can't give into every area. That, that needs need right now. That's why there's the churches of Jesus Christ. And, and, but we are, going to, we are going to put purpose and passion into the areas that I believe God has called us to put purpose and passion into. And so I pray that you would trust us as a leadership um, and trust and catch the vision of the church. And uh, we really believe that, you know, Mosgiel is going to grow. And in fact, what I can see now, and don't get upset about this because we're not precious. It's all about purpose. But possibly Mosgiel might be the largest, might be the best place to build a larger venue that, for what God wants to do. Because I don't know where we could fit a 2,000-seater auditorium with breakout spaces for kids' churches and all that sort of stuff in the city right now. Maybe there is down the waterfront. We could give the Dunedin City Council a, a plan. I don't know how the future development, you know, next to the anything, the shell thing. <laughs> um, but, but you know, Mosgiel might be the place. And you never know. I like even, because nothing's precious. I like even what Sam, Pastor Sam's doing in Auckland right now is they had offices in the city, but they moved them all out south in Monaco. And so nothing's ever precious. We want to go where God wants us to go. And so catching the vision, and, and the last thing which I'm going to expand just a little bit this morning is the joy of generosity. It's a real joy to give. It's a joy to be generous. And, and so I, I pray uh, that as we, as I just share a few scriptures, that joy will be ex, uh, just stirring up in, in your spirit this morning. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I want you to grab your Bibles and and turn to uh, uh, Genesis chapter 12, and then find Proverbs, which is in the middle of your Bible. Genesis is at the beginning. Proverbs is in the middle. All right. So, Lord, I pray this morning as, as, we, as we just unpack these few scriptures, Holy Spirit, would you move in our lives? Lord, I just pray that we are open. Um, and then, Lord, somehow give us the courage to step out by faith and, and trust you. Um, and so I just pray, Holy Spirit, you'd move in Jesus' name. Amen. In Genesis chapter 12, verse 2, this is God talking to Abraham. And he says this, he says, I will make you um, into a great nation and I will bless you and make you famous. Who likes that? Imagine if God just said, hey, hold on. I'm going to make you into a great nation, and I'm going to make you famous. Who would like that right now? Yeah, yes, yeah, some of you are brave. Keep your hands down. That's good. But some of us, we'd like a little bit of fame, maybe, fortune. But it says this, and you will be a blessing to others. I, I, I really believe that, you know, if you live in New Zealand, compared to the rest of the world, we lived a pretty awesome life. We might not have Sky TV. 
Or you might not have the latest subscription to Netflix or thing. But what you do have is most people have a home. Most, and I'm just generalizing here. I know there's poverty areas in New Zealand. But if we live in New Zealand, most of us in this room have, have woken up from a bed this morning. Most of us have hopefully uh, had clean sheets and warmth. And, and most of us have had breakfast this morning. We, we are a blessed nation. Um, there are, as I said, uh, and, and, and so don't come up to me after the service and tell me about all the areas of needs. I know there's areas of need, but as a congregation, we are a blessed people. And, and we try and have pastoral care to help those that are in sticky situations. And so, and we, 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 we outwork that through our e-group leaders and through different pastoral care streams that we have. And, and last year, I know we gave um, around, around 8,000 dollars to immediate homeless care and that's what we did last year and so uh, we uh, we care about those that are in sticky situations now but as a church we are pretty blessed people and so here's the thing is I'm not paying us out to go oh we're blessed oh poor us you know or, or feel guilty or anything like that no I'm thankful that we're blessed I pray that you're thankful that you're blessed as well. But here's the thing. It's not so that we can be famous. It's not. It's so that we can now bless those that are around us. It's so that we can be blessed to be a blessing, right? And so never, never, ever feel guilty about the blessings of God pouring over you. You've already said yes. You've already stepped out in faith. That's why the blessings of God are falling over you. Right? So never, like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not one of those people that, uh, um, I, I, I don't have an expectation that when I give, I'm going to get something. But I do understand the biblical principles of God that when I am generous, it does trigger biblical principles that then there is a blessing. And so I'm not going to then turn around and say, oh, no, God, don't bless me. But some Christians live in that world. No, if you're out working the Bible, yeah, don't totally, don't give to get, but do know that when you bless people, it, it does trigger a biblical principle and God wants to bless you. And let's go to Proverbs chapter 11, verse 25. And I read this last week. It says, The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will them themselves be refreshed. Amen. That is a great bit of uh, wisdom and scripture out of the Bible. So those who refresh others, them themselves will be refreshed. Who, who, who needs to be refreshed? Yeah, we all need to be refreshed. But here's the thing. Let's, let's again read it. The generous will prosper, but those who refresh others, them themselves will be refreshed. Uh, it's biblical principle that when you sow, you reap. There's other scriptures in the Bible, what you sow, you reap, pressed down, shaken together, running over, right? And that goes into lots of areas of our life, not just giving. If, if you sow judgment, guess what you're going to reap? Judgment, yeah, pressed down, shaken together, running over. We don't like that one. I don't like that one, but that's in the Bible. Uh, but when we like the, when we give, it's going to be given to us, pressed down, shaken together, running over. Oh, we like that one. But let's be generous, not just in the generosity of finances or f money, but let's be a generous church that knows how to sow uh, forgiveness, knows how to sow love, knows how to sow encouragement, yeah? All right, let's go to Proverbs chapter 22, verse 
9, and I've got it out in the New King James Version. Oh, there we go. Sorry, guys, there. But it says this, Who who has a generous eye will be blessed, for he gives off his bread to the poor. He who has a generous eye. I wonder what sort of eye do you have? Do you have a generous eye? Uh, what does that mean by a generous eye? Is it, is, if you're looking through a lens of generosity, how do you see? But if you're looking through a lens of, of, of me, myself, and I, like an inward lens, that's not a lens of generosity. That's not an eye of generosity. That's a lens of, of yourself. But I want to say, let's be a, when you're a people, or let's be a people of generosity. And, and yes, you are. I want to tell you, over the last few years, I've, I've just seen the miracle offering grow and grow and grow. You are a generous people. But I want to say more than that, and let's continue to grow in this area. And I'm going to get on to 2 Corinthians in a minute, in, in the four minutes that we have. Um, but let's, let's, what sort of eye do you look through? I, 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 anyway, I often try and, 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 and look through an eye of generosity. I wonder, um, here's the thing is, um, you can't answer that question. Only the people around you can answer that question. Well, you can answer that question. You can give yourself a, a rating if you want, but really the fruit that's coming from your life is what's going to answer that question for you. And so I wonder if someone was asking, I wonder if you asked someone right now, if you, which you don't need to, and I'm not trying to pour any guilt or anything on you, but I wonder if the people around you would say that you are a generous person or, or you, you have a, a, you know, you just know that person who always pays for something, right? You know that person who was always was just not just a generous eye, but a generous mouth where they, they're always encouraging, or there's someone who's like, oh man, that was so good. Thank you so much. You know, I love Mahmood. Not that I need this every week, church, but uh, uh, he every week when I get off the stage, he always comes up to me. He goes, Pastor, you're the best preacher. I love your preaching. And and you know, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not saying that for me. Uh, you know, I just love his encouragement. I love his generous encouragement. And, 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 you know, I wonder, and I'm not after that after every service, please, please. But I wonder, you know, going and just saying, man, hey, thanks. That e-group tonight was awesome. Man, it really opened up something. It really it spoke to me. Do we look through a generous eye? Are we going into next week with a generous viewpoint? And I pray that you are. And I'm, 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 I'm believing that when you do that, it triggers biblical principles, and you will be blessed. <coughs> um, Acts chapter 21, Paul quotes the words of Jesus that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. That's not just a scripture. That's a biblical principle. It is. when you, It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. So when you give, you're the person who's more blessed than the person who's receiving. Something happens in your spirit. Something happens in your wallet and your bank account as well. Yeah. But something better happens in your spirit. Something happens, you like and, and sometimes you just don't understand. Sometimes you might not even know what's going on, but you're like, you know what? I just I was able to shout that person a coffee. And you just get able to walk away. It's like, cool, I hope I know that person's blessed, but I'm blessed as well. I pray that 
we would have uh, that culture that we would look through the and a generous eye. Because I know God wants to bless you, and I'm and never ever do we say or uh, and talk about pressure. And I'm going to get on to ten things in one minute and forty five seconds. <laughs> God can do miracles. All right, Second Corinthians chapter eight, verses five through thirteen. Second Corinthians chapter nine, verses five through something else. It's going to come up. But um, many of you, I'm going to paraphrase this real quick. Uh, this is Paul talking to the church uh, in Corinth about a church in, in, the, in Macedonia, and they're taking up an offering for the people in Jerusalem. And, and there's some real good, uh, there's a generous spirit that's coming out of the churches of the, Macedo- of the Macedonian people. But then also in, in 2 Corinthians 9, there's, a, there's what I would say a generous spirit and principles that Paul is also teaching here. And so real quickly, <coughs> excuse me, almost got there around the wrong way. Um, cough into the microphone and speak into the... Yes. <laughs> All, right. All right, real quickly, um, I want to just share, maybe write these scriptures down and, and or write these write the two chapters down and just read through it and just pick up what, what, the, what the presence of God is doing here, what the people are doing and what their actions are. And then, and then, and then also maybe humble ourselves, humble yourselves and just go, Lord, how, 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 how do I respond through some of these things? So the first thing in 2 Corinthians 8 verse 5, it says this, uh, in this context, it says, uh, they even did more than we hoped for, and, but their first action was to give themselves to the Lord and to use unto uh, us just as God wanted them to do. <coughs> Excuse me. The first thing before we ever go into generosity, especially from a financial point of view, because I know what finance is into the world that we live in. The world that we live in, finances is a, can be an area of trust. We, we trust our bank account and sometimes we, then we don't need to have faith and we don't need to trust in God. I'm not saying that all the time. But, um, you know, because I believe God has anointed business people to be able to give and bless large amounts and, and they have faith as well, as well as a large bank account. It's all good. But a lot of the time, and for those that are uh, just, just people doing the work, doing different things, not called like that, we sometimes think, man, if we've just got this much, we can trust there, but first thing is, before we get into anything, the, the, the spirit behind this is they first gave themselves fully to God. They first gave themselves fully to God. Hey, you know what? If, if you're part of this church and you may not agree with what we're doing or what we're doing, um, just give yourself fully to God. Because when you give yourself fully to God, then, you can, then something happens. You go, Lord, I, no, I am part of this church. Uh, this is my church. I want to be part. I want to be part of what you're doing. And, and But here's the thing. Having a coffee with me and having a conversation of why we should have yellow mirrors in the women's toilets are not really going to help, right? Not at all. But maybe if we just get on board with the ideas of what we are doing. Um, by the way, no one's come to me and talked about yellow mirrors in the women's toilets. <laughs> Just in case, but you know, there's always a, there's always going to be many areas, many places that we could we can serve into. 
But at the moment, this is what God is doing. And if we all give ourselves to God and we get in behind the, the, the vision of the church, I know that we will be blessed. I wonder in Genesis chapter 2, that we're never going to get to number 10, are we? So I'm just, I wonder in Genesis chapter 2, um, whether, whether everyone really wanted to make bricks. Oh, not Genesis chapter 2, Genesis 8. Babylon, the, the Tower of Babel. I think it's 8, 9 or 10. Maybe 11. Or even 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Right. But I wonder if everyone wanted to make bricks. I mean, just to get all of us right now. Hey, today we're going to make bricks. Let's all go and make bricks. Who wants to make bricks? Oh, no, this is going to break my nails. Oh, I'm going to have to get out my palm olive. And so I'm going to have to wash my hands and palm olive, palm olive hands. And, and, and it's going to be too rough. And, you know, and then, then you know, don't you dare touch me with those hands. And no, everyone probably didn't want to make bricks. But they all got together and they all served somewhere and they all gave together to, to see what they could do together. And, and it got God's attention. It was all about themselves, but everyone got on board. And I pray that we would first give ourselves to God. And then, and then we go, Lord, what can we do? And I'm just going to leave it at number one this morning. <laughs> you're, like, you're all just going, prove that you had 10. <laughs> Uh, but the very first the music team can jump up otherwise we're going to be here a long time um, maybe I'll get through a couple more but the first thing whenever it comes to an offering whenever it comes to an offering is to first give yourself wholly to God because if you, if you don't give yourself wholly to God you're going to give yourself to them for pressure we're going to, you're, going to get to give, you're going to lend yourself to being persuaded you're going to lend yourself to being have to or being part of it. Now, we don't want any have tos out there. No have tos whatsoever. Maybe you're going to lend yourself to being pressurized. Oh, you know, maybe you could even sometimes hear manipulation. That's not what we're trying to bring. Definitely not what we're trying to bring. But sometimes when we've got areas of our lives that are unsubmitted, uh, un it's probably not the right word, but that are not, we're not humble, we haven't humbled our life to God, and that's where the devil can come back and start, start, start putting little voices in your head going, they're wasting money, or they're doing this, they're doing that, or they're not doing it where they shouldn't be spending that on that. Or, first of all, submit ourselves to God. Am I saying we're gonna, we, we, that, that, uh, I believe that as a church, God has called us to do phenomenal things. But it's together. <coughs> Excuse me. And I even feel now that I felt the Holy Spirit stop me just then. Because I felt like He just said, I'm just going to say this out loud. He said, Will. Why are you preaching this way into where people think, you think that people want to, uh, you're, you're doing things that, you're building things or you're doing things where you don't think the people are with you. 
And I felt the Holy Spirit just say that they are with you. And so I'm not trying to preach in a way of persuasive words. What I'm trying to preach and and share this morning is about what, what God could do with a humble heart and a together spirit in the life of this church. And, I, and, and right now as a church, we are, we are outworking a generous spirit. Yeah, we are. Right now we are being generous. You know, uh, why? Because there's people that need Jesus. That's right, right now there's about 20 people who normally come to the city service are out of Mosgill now. Ryan's preaching this morning. That's awesome. He's being generous. He, he doesn't get paid to preach. There's only one person in this church that gets paid to preach, and that's me. Everyone else who's ministers on the stage doesn't get paid. No one. Oh, so I should say platform. No one does. Everyone's been generous with their time. I pray I'm generous in other areas. But out right now, there's a ch- people out there. There's, there's going to be a time where, where you never know. I, and, and I prophesy this, this South Dunedin, there'll be a campus. Why? Because that's part of God wants His church back. Because prophetically, where this church was, there was three locations. There was one in the city, one in South Dunedin, one out of Moscow. Do I know when and how this is going to happen? No, but I know that God said He wants His church back. And when God wants His church back, guess what? He gets His way. I just want to be part of it. Because <laughs> if I don't be part of it, someone, He's going to get someone else to be a part of it. So let's all be a part of it. Um, <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, I reckon let's all stand in the moment. I feel like the presence of God... And and the Holy Spirit has already done what He wants to do. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.